morning. Welcome to another episode of History and Your Feed. Today we take a look at the life of famous scientist Shanti Swarup Patnakar, the founder of CSIR. To most Indians, Shanti Swarup Patnakar would be familiar with CSIR, which he founded, as well as the award that was given out is named Aspiring Scientist. <clears throat> Yet not, not many know that he was also an equally good Urdu poet under the name of Seema and composed Kulgeet for Benares Hindi University in Sanskrit. As a scientist, he played a major role in ensuring chemical industry was an important part of Indian economy, something he allowed a lot to his teacher, the renowned Prafulla Chandra Ray. Shanti Sarup Patnakar was born on February 21st, 1894 in Bhira, a small town located now in Pakistan's Punjab province. His father, Parmeswar Shahai, was a Brahmo driven by ideology and a second master at Anglo Sanskrit High School in Shahpur district. With his father passing away when he was just eight years old, Shanti was brought up by his maternal grandfather, Munshi Pyarala, one of the earliest graduates of Gorki Engineering College. Growing up in his grandfather's day, the large home at Sikandara in Uttar Pradesh, Padanshahar district, he spent the time reading the books in the large private library he had. He would later pass over his grandfather's entire collection to Lahore University in 1919, and he also inherited the passion for engineering and science from his grandfather, especially the instruments, geometry, algebra. His love for literature was more from his mother's side, which had a rich tradition of poets and writers. And the most well-known one was Munshi Hargopal Tufta, who got the title of Mircha from none other than Mircha Ghalib himself. His schooling was at the A.V. High School in Sikandrabad and it was quite a brilliant student. His father's friend Lala Raghunath Sahai presently persuaded his mother to send him to Lahore where he was working as headmaster at Dayal Singh High School. It was at Lahore that he came into contact with Pandit Shivnath Shastri and Abhinash Chandra Bachumdar, both of them Brahmos, which in a way influenced his ideology too. Raghunath Sahai would also be Shanti's father-in-law leader and played a major role in shaping his thought process and ideals too. In 1911, he joined the newly established Dayal Singh College in Lahore, where he was an active member of the theatre society. Earning a good reputation as an actor, he also wrote a one-act play in Uttu Kolka Tharamati with active encouragement from Mrs. Nora Richards, the literature professor. His interest in literature continued in life, and after the death of his wife, he wrote a collection of Uttu poems in a memory called as Lajwanti. He joined Foreman Christian College in 1913 for his B.Sc. degree, where he took up honours course in physics. After graduation, he worked for some time as a demonstrator in the Physics and Chemistry Department of Foreman Christian College, and he would later complete his MSc in Chemistry from the same college. The Dials in College Trust granted him a scholarship to pursue his studies abroad, and he left for London. He studied at the University College of London under the Professor F. G. Tonin and was given the degree in 1921. His main area of study in London was of addition and cohesion and emulsion. His thesis was entitled Solubilities of Bi and Trivalent Salts of Higher Fatty Acids and oils and the effect on the surface tension of oils. Returning to India, Shanti joined the Banaras Hindi University as professor of chemistry and worked there for three years. And during his student BHU, he created an active school of physical chemistry, chemical research, penned the university school Geet in Sanskrit. From BHU, he once again moved to Lahore, where he was appointed as a professor of physical chemistry and director of university chemical laboratories. He worked for 16 years at the Punjab University of Lahore till 1940, where he produced some of his best works. While his areas were primarily colloidal chemistry and magnetic field chemistry, he also did a lot of work and applied in industrial chemistry. In 1928, he invented the Bhatnagar Mathur magnetic interference balance along with KN Mathur, a very sensitive instrument for measuring magnetic properties. He also did considerable work in industrial and applied chemistry. One of his first projects was to convert Begasi into cattle fodder, which he did for Gangara, one of the prominent Punjabi industrialists. Another achievement of his was a Tuck Oil Company at Rawalpindi, while they had an, they had an issue while drilling for oil. 
The part used for the drilling operation will come in contact with saline water and get further solidified, making further work impossible. He added an Indian gum which lowered the viscosity of mud suspension and increased its stability to do against electrolytes fluxinating action. Mrs. T. Brothers, the parent company of Attock Oil, was so pleased with the solution that they offered him a grant of rupees 1.5 lakhs for research on any work related to petroleum. Butnagar used the grant to establish a department of petroleum research at the university. And this later carried out many studies on petroleum and its products, some of them including the deodorization of waxes, utilization of waste products, and vegetable oil. The company later increased the grant amount and extended the period to 10 years, impressed by the work that was going on. He never used any of the grants he received for his permanent purpose and utilized it only for strengthening the research facilities at the university. Along with K. N. Mathur, he wrote a book called The Physical Principles and Applications of Magnetochemistry, and which is regarded as a standard work on the subject. This is what the great chemist P. C. Ray had to say. On turning over the pages of nature, my eyes turn in which I find your book at last advertised. The book was of very high standard as indicated by the most excellent review. As far as I know, Magnats is the only textbook which has been adopted in foreign universities and in Clarence my heart and other work in physical science is likely to occupy a similar place. In 1933, Sir Richard Gregory, editor of Nature by Western Universities in India, drew attention to a lack of appropriate central research organization for the development of natural universities, natural resources and new industries. It was not just an aim of this like Sir C. V. Raman, Dr. J. C. Koch had proposed for an advisory board for scientific research on the lines of DSIR in Britain. Indian scientists initiated schemes to launch National Institute of Sciences and provincial governments of Bihar or some Madras to back this demand. The then Secretary of State for India, Samuel Hurray, advised the Viceroy of Lord Willington to support the idea. However, Willington rejected it, saying it was not necessary. In 1934, the government, with a very small car, however, made a small concession to create an Indian intelligence and research bureau with a very limited budget. And this meant the institute could only do testing and quality control but could not undertake any industrial act. When the bureau was proposed to be abolished during World War II, Sir Ramaswamy Mudaliyar proposed the creation of a board of scientific and industrial research with more resources and wider objectives. And thanks to Mudaliyar's Mudaliyar's persistent efforts, a board was created on April 1st, 1940, for a period of two years. And Shanti Sarup Bhatnagar was asked to take charge of the first director, while Mudaliyar became the first chairman. Allocated an annual budget of rupees fifty thousand, placed under the Commerce Department. By the end of 1940, BSIR had about 80 researchers engaged of whom 20 were directly employed. By 1942, the institution came up with a number of processes, some of which included purification of Balochistan sulfur, development of oil vegetable blends as well, and development of plastic packing cases for army boards and uniforms. But Nagar persuaded the government in 1941 to set up an industrial research utilization committee to transform research findings into action. The Central Assembly Delhi accepted the recommendations to constitute an industrial research fund for five years on November 1941, and the efforts of Mudaliyar and Bhatnagar came to fruit when the Council of Scientific and Industrial Research was founded on September 28, 1942 as an autonomous body. In 1943, CSIR government body approved the proposal to set up the five the National Chemical Laboratory, the National Physical Laboratory, the Fuel Research Station and the Glass and Ceramics Research Institute. CSIR got a grant of rupees 10 million to establish these laboratories while Tata Group donated rupees 2 million for the chemical and metallurgical labs. 
Post-independence, he played a major role along with Homi Pampa becomes Rabbi and PC Mahalana based to build up the science and technology infrastructure as well as the policies. As Director General of CSIR, Bhatnagar also established the Central Food Technology Processing Institute at Mysore, National Metallurgical Lab at Jamshedpur and Central Fuel Institute at Dharpal. He also mentored other scientists like Shamdas Chatterjee, Ashutosh Pukachi, Shantilal Panachi at Kolkata. Apart from being the Secretary of Ministry for Education, he played a major role in drafting the Scientific Manpower Committee Report of 1948, the first ever systematic assessment of the scientific manpower needs of India. He was also instrumental in establishing the National Research Development Corporation and negotiated with oil companies for setting up refineries in different parts of the country. On January 1st, 1955, he passed away just at 60, but not fully in a very rich legacy in terms of establishing the scientific infrastructure need of the development of the country. Number two, Shanti Swarup Patnagar, the founder of CSIR.